Smash Cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Bond. With me is Jacqueline Kemick. Hello. And David Maldonado. Hello. And this is El Smasho Cutto for all the uh, people listening in China. <laughs> how are you guys? How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Well, thank you. And you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I had hoped to see more movies by the time we spoke, but uh, I did get to see. Uh, 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 I was going to say Curse of the Planet of the Apes. I don't even know why I was going to say that. Curse of the Planet yeah, of the Apes. Yeah, that's the next one. <laughs> um, uh, the, 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 uh, War of the Planet War. of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that was the last movie I got to see. Um, but you know, you know, it's funny. Before we say anything about it, there's one scene in that movie where Woody Harrelson's giving the speech, and he says he he said something like, "I don't even remember." He's like, "Do you want this to become a Planet of the Apes?" And then I was waiting for him to continue, because beneath the Planet of the Apes. We could escape the planet of the apes, <laughs> but if there's a well, conquest of the planet the, of the apes, <laughs> even the intro was kind of cheesy. I thought where the they had all the text across the screen and they incorporated the names of each of the previous movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bold and, red type. Whoa. Right. They yeah. didn't have to like make it so pop out. They could have still used that text if that's what they wanted, but like they really emphasized, you know, yeah. the rise. Yeah. And the dawn and the war. <laughs> I know, yeah. I really, I was surprised they did that because it, it felt like they were like, "Look, we know you don't remember that we made two other movies." Because it, every time I talk to people about Planet of the Apes, they're like, "Oh yeah, they made a new one, so they're starting mm-hmm. over again." Like everyone thinks they they keep starting really? over, and I'm like, "No, That's this weird. is That's this weird is... because it's such a trilogy." Yeah, 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 it's so connected that I mean, they have to put that there so we can follow, like. The only thing that was missing from that was, and in the first one, James Franco, instead of just putting right. the character name. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just kind of jumped into the movie. But So, obviously, you guys saw it as well, right? Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it really, really was so. something. To look. I, I was worried about when I first saw the time, like when it said two hours, 22 minutes. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is going to be a long movie. Like, I, I really had to think about, you know, plan my day, and I'm like, and then, and then uh, I was thinking of some, you know, Valerian came out, then Dunkirk had come out, and I'm like... Valerian's I'm, also two hours and 17 minutes. Dunkirk is shorter at 147. Is it really? Uh, wow, I thought mm-hmm. Dunkirk was going to be the longer movie. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. But I, I really was like, I really want to see those two. I don't want to see... And, but then as I was watching it, I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I got to see this one. Like, I really, yeah. really like this one a lot. It's, it's so much it better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it really was. And, I don't uh, know. I I didn't have like high expectations or anything, but I didn't have low expectations. I I liked the other two, so I expected to go in liking this one. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I wasn't like blown away by it, but I wasn't disappointed. I don't know. I I feel like they set the bar and they met it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, I wasn't. I I think it was. It was just a case of I don't. I wasn't in the mood, maybe. But then I it, mm. that quickly evaporated. Like it. You know. Yeah. Because I only saw I saw the I saw the first one a couple of times. The second one, I, I even though I liked it, I I 
just time gets away from me. I haven't had a chance to see it again. Yeah. So I was a little fuzzy on a, on a few things here and there. I've been rewatching movies less and less, I have to admit. They have to be really special um, to rewatch, unless they're the movies that I've seen a million times. And then I continue to watch them a million and two. Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I could be watching a new movie, but Shawshank's on, so I'm just going to watch that, you know. <laughs> well, you yeah, know, it's the no. comfort films, you know, you do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, you got your Flash Gordons and your, you know, Explorers and your, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You just go back to all the time. But I wanted to chime in about the, the Apes movies. It's like that. It's like you, you mentioned, it's like we had no really high expectations for this movie. But that's how I felt about all of them. Like, I, I never was expecting the first one or the mm-hmm. second one. Well, or the first this, one know, came so, out of nowhere with no right. marketing. Right, yeah. and it was just like I had no expectations, so when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is actually a movie. You know, mm-hmm. it actually tells me a story. And each one of them man- manages to be its own movie while mm-hmm. being part of a greater whole, which is great. They, they're complete yeah. experiences from beginning to end, and it's, I love that. I love, and I love it, that they all not- have character arcs, and yep. this was a really great one for Caesar. It was oh, nice to so- see him. Not, I don't want to say nice, because it wasn't <laughs> nice what happened to him yeah. and what he had to go through. Right, right. But it was nice to see something different where it's tough when you have um, your archetypal hero and he just keeps going up against bad guys. And while that does happen in this movie, he's kind of struggling with becoming a bad guy himself, you know, and what that might mean for him for what his actions are and what his, you know, if he, if he goes too far, is he this, you know, the, I want, I almost wanted to say person. (laughs) Is he the person, but is he the ape that he, he thought he was? Does he have that heart and soul in the same way that yeah. we've we've known him in the other two movies? Yeah. Or does, will he become Koba, which was his, you know, his antithesis? Well, mm-hmm. the, the it was interesting the way they, like, the, the other movies could totally happen in a weird way, like the way it ended, because mm-hmm. they set up so many of the, like, the people who worshipped the bomb, and then they even... Um, you know, throwing Cornelius in there. The only thing is with Nova, that's mm-hmm. that's just a kind of a throw-in because. Oh, that was a little much. Yeah. I liked <laughs> I liked the little car emblem absolutely, but to have to go back to it again, I felt like was too much. Yeah, but not also, enough for me to be mad about it. It just didn't. It just in seemed the original out of place. movies like Charlton Heston names her, so he's like Nova, Nova. Do you have mm-hmm. a name? Would you know? And it's name? okay. <laughs> I mean, it's okay that. They do something different. I did. I liked the comic relief, but it was a little jarring as well. The ape that they find. Um, oh, Stevens on. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, it was. I, it was who it was. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I kept listening, and I'm like, "Why does he sound so wow. familiar?" And then as soon as I saw his name at the end, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was wow. like, "Oh, that's him." Yeah, that's who it was. I love him too. That's so funny. Yeah, he, I, he yeah. definitely lightened the mood because the he did without him, the movie would have been so dour. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was, but it was at times jarring, and that's right, the only right, comment. Right. It's not that it wasn't necessary. It's not that it wasn't good. It's just every once in a while, I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, <laughs> I guess I felt sorry for him too, because he was he was such an old man, you know, and he was yeah. so, you know, lonely and and uh, I and I do like it. oh, even the thing, you know, spoilers. I'm sorry, but you probably already saw it if you're leaving listening to us. Um, but the uh, the um, the whole thing about the humans losing speech too. It's like, right. it's like, mm-hmm. it was like, it was a weird mix of let's answer some questions that I wasn't really thinking about. Cause I, yeah. to me, they were the planet of the apes were reset. So 
movies, mm-hmm. so I wasn't trying to connect them. But it was interesting the way this movie was really trying to to make this the prequel yeah. movies, you know, before the original. So yeah, it was a really good job. And and this guy, you know, I I keep hearing his name thrown around. I I only know him from the Planet of the Apes movies, but I know he's directing. Um, uh, he's d- going to direct the new Batman, but I don't remember anything else he's done. Mm. I I know I could have looked it up, but I yeah, didn't I bother. <laughs> I haven't looked him up, but I will say something else about these films, though, is that um, even from the first film, I was so impressed that they gave, like you mentioned, uh, just a plausible plot line. Like, this was, you know, born from wanting a creation of a cure for Alzheimer's, which is completely believable, you know what I mean? And even towards the end of this arc, where um, there's two forces fighting, and really the humans destroy themselves, because, first of all, they're tactically stupid and mm. <laughs> they're so obsessed with you know what's going on they the the apes didn't actually wipe out all those forces you know what i mean they it was humans against each other and again it was one of those kind of things where it's almost taken out of the apes hands and i like that because in this movie you are kind of put in a tough position because even though the um, villain is human and he's obviously a bad man and you obviously want him to lose you also don't necessarily want to be rooting for the destruction of your own species so it's tough to be like well god can you just not be cool man (laughs) can you just just not be cool and um and that i thought was really interesting because again it, it makes you not hate the apes it makes you not like go like you know i mean it it makes it all plausible in a way where you don't leave feeling like well caesar won and he was the good guy in this movie but he shouldn't have won because you know i don't know i have species loyalty (laughs) something something like that where i yeah i really thought it was well done well i I do like they included the little girl it's almost like they added her for that reason to say look there is some Mm -hmm. hope there's some human people that are you know, mm-hmm. That are still worth it. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, I'm sorry, Dave. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I was just basically gonna say too. You guys were talking about how well of a job it was, the movie all around, and one of the other things too is the freaking visual effects. This has to win something. Oh, yeah. I mean, Maurice. Yeah. For Maurice. I mean, Maurice. Yeah. I believe that freaking thing exists. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm yeah. Not seeing, <laughs> I'm not seeing a CG character when I'm looking at him. I, I, I agree. I see a real thing. It's so beautiful. It's I agree. Such a beautifully so done character. Oh my god! So and even those like hallucination scenes with Koba, they were so perfect. I mean, he was so in your face, and the focus that would come in and out was so perfect, and everything. It just felt tangible. Mm -hmm. It was terrifyingly so. I mean, it was. I actually, and I totally think that Andy Serkis is Caesar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I totally think he deserves some sort of separate award if they don't want to acknowledge acting or whatever. Just just to get away from from this an achievement, a special achievement. Well, he deserves a special achievement. I mean, I personally he's done so far. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's he's really pushed this technology further than anyone else has, but. I still, I still believe he deserves an Oscar nomination as an actor because I, I, mm-hmm. I still see it as a performance. But um, I agree. But uh, he's, uh, yeah, he deserves something. I mean, this, it's time to recognize this guy already. Because I even seeing I totally him on agree. on uh, what show was he on? Was he on Stephen Colbert or where he basically he was doing um, uh, imitations? He was reading Trump. Oh lines yeah, as yeah, that was Colbert. What's amazing mm-hmm. is how he transforms himself into the character. Like he, oh, he became yeah. Gollum, like right there. Yeah, and he then. couldn't he couldn't do it sitting in a chair like normal. He immediately had to spring up and crouch on yeah. the chair 
<laughs> and use do the arm gestures and everything. I mean, it really was. And it looked uh, it, like I think of it now, and it's like it might as well have been the digital character. Like I, I yeah, saw Gollum. Yeah. I didn't even see Andy Serkis mm-hmm. at that point. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's he's yeah. he really deserves something. Like they really, I, I he really does get ignored. I'm glad he's starting to do the interview rounds now. Like they're letting him do mm-hmm. promotion. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And he's getting um, more work without being in CG as well. But it's. It's a shame because it's always some, you know, side character, or you know what I mean? And yeah, it's yeah. like he's not getting that um, leading role that he gets. The thing is, it's like Caesar character. is the freaking lead of that movie. Oh, he's yeah. The yeah, I know. He's the star of that goddamn I mean. movie. Woody Harrelson, yeah. we don't see him until 30 minutes in or something, even longer, right. maybe. How much screen time do you really think he had? Maybe like 10 or 15 minutes? You know, I know not right? much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he really. It's, it, it is interesting. And, and when you really think about that movie, too, there was. You look, it didn't dawn on me um, until he showed up that I'm like, wow, we really haven't seen any humans, you know, like speaking yeah. lines. Like there was, you know, nobody yeah. said anything really uh, yeah, until we got to girl. the camp. And she didn't mm-hmm. even say anything. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, it was just a little yeah. girl and yeah. there was no. So, yeah. No. So now did you both see Valerian or is it worth seeing in the theaters? Oh, oh, definitely. I mean, I really think that if you have any inkling to wanting to see this movie ever, I would go see it in the theaters. I wish I had gone to see it in 3D. I didn't, only because there were actually very few showings, and I was noticing that um, last week as well. It seems like there was only two 3D showings a day in my movie theaters around here, and they both were at later times, and I'm like, I got stuff to do. I really want to do this early. (laughs) You know, know I went to one of the earlier shows. That happened to me with Planet of the Apes as well. Like I I was Mm going to see it in 3D, but um, mm-hmm. it didn't. Uh, it it the showing for 3D was only one showing, and I thought that was kind of weird. Like, uh, did you see Planet of the Apes in 3D? Out of, out of curiosity. No, I didn't. That was another one I watched in the morning. Okay, yeah. So I, for some reason, morning shows by me. Like, they. I think it might bar- partially be because Dunkirk came out, and I think that was like a big IMAX kind of big thing. Yeah, it's not in 3D oh, either. Sorry, I, I cut. There I you cut out. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. No, yeah, we saw you disappeared, so we just we carried, we soldiered on a little bit. Just kind of hanging out. Yeah. So, so with the three D, what what uh what started the what prompted the three D talk? I like talking. Oh, because oh, uh, we were talking about if I saw Valerian in three D or Planet uh, of the Apes in three D, which neither one of them I was able to because um the the theaters next to me lately they've been kind of not having a whole bunch of shows in three D. And the ones that they did have, um, because they're, tr- they, I guess they have several different movies and they're trying to rotate things. And so the one, the, there's only like two 3D showings for Valerian and they were both later in the day. And I wanted to take the, the earlier show. So not only would it be a little less expensive, but I would have the rest of my day, especially since I knew it was another, uh, two hour and 17 minute yeah. <laughs> movie. Right. That's what surprised me too, because the theater by me, <laughs> like they'll show everything, and even movies that weren't shot in 3D, they'll uh, just show it in 3D, you know, like they, it's usually, <laughs> everything's in wow. 3D. And that's why I was surprised when I went to see Planet of the Apes, like there was only yeah. one possible showing for me to see it in 3D, and it was at 1.30, and this was only a weekend yeah. later. And I well and, yeah that's just it. I was really yeah. surprised, because it was quickly, It was I didn't see it, uh, you know, right away, but Valerian just came out this weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just Do you think they're saving it? Do you think they're saving it for the bigger marquee films that are still making them a ton of dough? Like, like, 
Wonder Woman or something like that? Or do you uh, think... Maybe. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, that yeah. was the thing I when know. I looked I at the theater. Strange. There was nothing mm-hmm. really... Like, that's what I was trying to... I was trying to figure out. I said, well, what else is playing that's taking the 3D space mm-hmm. up? But there were there weren't anything like Valerian. Dunkirk wasn't in 3D. Um, and that well, I don't was know if Dunkirk yeah. was in 3D, but it was in the big theaters. So I don't know. Well, but it, I, yeah, it shouldn't make a difference. Yeah, and I know that's the only one. Like I thought Valerian was supposed to open in IMAX, and right. yeah. Dun- because of Dunkirk, it didn't. So because it, I thought there was sequences that yeah. were shot in IMAX. I really wish that I had seen that. I really wish I'd had the opportunity to see that in IMAX because that is a beautiful movie. And again, if anybody even has any inkling to um, wanting to see it, I do recommend it on the big screen because there's. So much to look at, and it's so beautiful, and it's not jarring. It's not one of those films where I feel like they threw too much in, even though it's packed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I didn't feel, you know, forced. It felt natural in that Luc Besson way, you know. I mean, if you liked The Fifth Element, if you enjoy that kind of world, this really does feel like it's not the same place, but it's definitely the same aesthetic. And um, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, because I'm not immediately from the trailer in love with the two main characters. And I was like, oh, do I even like these guys? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. And even... They kind of look first, like brother and sister. Yeah, <laughs> even within the first um, 20 or 30 minutes, I was like getting used to them and their relationship. I'm like, oh, okay, we get it. <laughs> you know You know what's funny but is, until Dave just I, said that, I thought they were brother and sister in the movie. Like oh, I, no. So they're not. Okay. I really <laughs> did think they were brother and sister. I didn't even know. Yeah, so an interview where they were saying that they were like the love interests, and I'm like, oh, weird. They look related. Yeah. I thought it was like, you know, family adventure. <laughs> it was weird at first. Uh, it was a little jarring. And, uh, but, um, again, it was... It, it definitely warmed up, and I was fine with it. And it might be that I just like loved everything else so much that it didn't matter. That's <laughs> but, cool. Um, but I did. I loved all the alien. I love the plot line. Um, I want to wait until you guys see it before I talk about it. Some of the things more because I did see some parallels with other stories. The most interesting thing about that being, though, this was from a very old, you know, French graphic novel. So chances are, if anything else has a parallel, it was drawn from this original source material and not the other way around. So (laughs) there are a couple parallels out there, but um, nothing that like hits you over the head and is crazy. You know, I mean, I still, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I would definitely even like go see it again, maybe just to try and get it into 3d, but there's so many other things coming out. I don't know how realistic that is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's I really want to check it out. <laughs> yeah, so this is there's some great movies out. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. I got I got to see Baby Driver. I heard you guys talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of podcasts ago, I love that. Thought it was great. It was great. Yes, and if anybody hasn't seen it, the, yeah, the six um, six minute intro is up on YouTube yeah. to get people to go see it while it's still in theaters. And I yeah, definitely check it out. But yeah. great experience because you whenever you go see it with uh, you know it's a bunch of other people that want to see it too. So. You get the good audiences and stuff that that really get it, um, but yeah, it's like you know, for people like us, we all grew up making tapes for ourselves. It's like the it's like mm-hmm. the ultimate movie for people like that. Yep. The music and fun, music and everything, Richie especially. You know, you fucking <laughs> everything was music and, and and making tapes. You Tony and you know even Jackie. I mean, we we became friends through making tapes for each other. So it's mm-hmm. like freaking that. 
movie spoke to me on so many levels in that respect because it was just like, you know, the the the, the music guiding the visuals, but also the, the visuals guiding the music in, in a certain way is great. Great, great uh, artistic piece by him. Yeah, although it's like not my favorite movie by him, I did definitely love it. I thought it was, I thought it was mm-hmm. really it's a, it's a different movie at first because you really you're waiting for a, a type of movie from him, but it's not a type, you know. Because that right. that mm-hmm. was the thing I talked about last time is I didn't know how to describe this to Jen. Like when she asked me what genre was it, I I really didn't know. <laughs> you car, know car chase genre. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's I mean that's really what it is. It's it's yeah. a love letter to those car films like what Bullet and yeah Steve McQueen um, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like all those all of those even um, French Connection. Yeah. Even things like Death Proof, you know what I mean? Like the, all yeah. of those car movies do have that common thread. And I was uh, also noticed, or I, I saw somewhere the connection that they made to some of the ones that are really successful versus some of the ones that are maybe too over the top, like the Fast and the Furious line, which a lot of car, car people probably love those movies, but they can get a little too much, you know, a yeah, little too right. unrealistic. And And what I think Baby Driver did very well was that it was over the top, but in such a realistic way. Like it was so stylized, but... They didn't. They weren't falling from airplanes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they like you remember that movie, that De Niro movie that came out. Uh, it was maybe the 2000 uh, Ronin, I think it was called. Ronin, like yeah, that was yeah. an amazing car movie. Like that, it, it's almost. But that I think that one was very dry, but it was good. Mm-hmm. It was you know I, I and I remember. I remember, Driver was also. I remember okay. buying the, drive. the DVD for that Ronin movie, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. I never watched it ever. Like, <laughs> I saw it in the movies, and that was that. Never, and I still haven't watched That's it. That's funny. Well, you know, at least you'd know if you know if you want to reference that car chase, you could just grab it. I know. I could just watch yeah. it. Yeah, put it in. Well, one of the other things that they drew a parallel to, though, was um, keeping the camera in the car or as the point of view of the dash and not going outside looking in. Even though yeah. that can be successful, that's something that Baby Driver stuck to um, mm-hmm. quite a bit, was uh, making sure that you, the audience, were part of the action as far as part of uh, the people stuck in the car while these crazy events were happening. And yes, yeah, yeah. there were you know shots outside of it, but um, that was really the anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was good. And the music is, is, is so wonderfully incorporated mm-hmm. into it that it was oh, basically yeah. a musical and yeah. maybe think of like Boz Lerman and like doing that mm-hmm. similar thing and uh, you know everybody else who, who does the same thing but speaking of Boz Lerman like I, I still haven't seen the second part of the get down but I watched that first part and I thought it was great oh <laughs> I, I didn't know, see that I don't know if you guys ever got to see that it's no, pretty no no the music and the just the, the characters, it's a bit much at first, like all of his films, where it's like you, you're just bombarded with so much information at first. But then once you settle into the characters and understand what their passions are and know where it's going, and then the music becomes even more cool. Oh. Oh, no, I think we lost you again. Yeah, I think we blacked out. Oh. Oh, Dave went to the future. Tell us what it's like in the future. <laughs> Are there flying cars? What is oh, the get down? Well, I'm, I'm trying to remember what movie that that is. I don't remember. Well, no, wasn't out. it on Netflix or something? Because it was like a multi-part thing. But it was done like a movie, like, or is it? A I series? don't know. I didn't watch it. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. He's okay. the one that watched I'm it. Oh, there you are. Oh, there you are. Okay, there you go. Is it so, Dave? Is it a is it a movie or a TV series? Like, is it episodes? What's the get down? Yeah. The get- yeah, it's on Netflix, and it was—it's basically episodes. It's kind of like a TV series. They—they they split it into two parts. They had six episodes for the first part of the series. 
And yeah, I guess they I, used I, the second and, part. And he directed all of them, or he just produced it? He, he basically produces it. I think he directs the first one, and then the rest of it is just basically this, you know, people directing in the same style as he. So it's 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 like he directs it, because it's done in that frantic, you know... Style. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I'm also confusing it with because now I. The news. Oh, there you are. And, and, sorry, did, did oh, you no. lose me? Yeah, we did. Yeah. God damn it! It basically is like a, a montage of like uh, everything in, that happened in the seventies to get you into the mindset of the seventies. Oh, it's okay. the music and the the way the people were dressed and the, the attitudes in the street and just the way it's all dirty and and, and old looking. Um, you know that New York City uh, just before the blackout. Uh, and I forget oh. when, what that was. And it's, you know, just around the time... 70, uh, 77. Right. So Star Wars came out. There's mm-hmm. Star Wars is referenced there. But it's just from, from these kids that are, you know, basically uh, uh, growing up in the city, uh, discovering hip-hop and learning how to DJ and breakdance and rap and all that shit. But it's done really, really well. It's 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 uh, And the characters, you know, they're a bit... And stereotypical, but then you start to see that they're deeper than what than what they led up to be uh, at the beginning. So there's many layers to the show. I like um, that you're explaining funny. it in a montage type of way. Oh, uh, <laughs> you keep blacking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to yeah, edit it, it like together with the music in the background. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's pretty funny. You know, it's I I finally on Netflix. I finally caught up to. Well, actually, you're gonna laugh, Jackie, because I'm I'm literally 30 minutes from finally ending Luke Luke Cage. I have only 30 oh, minutes left. <laughs> it's God. like, I'm, and it's not even because it's bad. It's just it literally is timing. It's so weird. Yeah, but it's yeah, like every time I, you try and watch something come something comes up. Yeah, something happens or something. So. I feel like I've been watching Luke Cage minute by minute, like for the last uh, two years or something like that. So I finally, but I'm close to that. I finally finished House of Cards. Um, Oh, nice. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, holy moly. Nice, nice work, House of Cards. Uh, Mm -hmm. Thumbs up again for another good season. Um, Yeah, well played. uh, And then... uh, um, Trying to think of what else I caught. I'm I'm up to date on everything. Up to date on Game of Thrones. Up to date on. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everything. You. Way to go. Yeah. Way to too. go. Did we talk did about you... Spider Man last last episode, or did we just talk about that on the phone? Uh, you know, what? I don't know. Did we ta- <laughs> Dave? Did we talk about Spider Man? Yeah, I listened to the last episode, and I think I think you did talk about. Uh, yeah, how much you liked it. I think, or am I? Okay, nice? cool. So, no, uh, I don't know. I just <laughs> sometimes regular phone conversations and podcasts get confused know, because yeah. they sound so similar. Yeah, that's you know because I, sometimes I do have memories and I'm like, and then I'll listen to a uh, back to Smash Cuts and I'm like, oh, that wasn't a phone call. That was actually an episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Funny. I did get to see Spidey. I I did like Spidey. Yeah, you guys yeah. talked about it. You guys really liked it. Um, uh, I, I I actually dug it. I liked um, I liked the new Spider-Man. I think he's great. I think uh, mm-hmm. all the kids in the movie, to echo what Richie was saying, all the kids in the movie were great. Uh, it was like the high school that I went to when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> yeah, it was it was actually... Um, Arch. Am I back? Am I, am yeah, I you're back. Yeah, you're back. Yeah. 
I'm just going to start uh, tap dancing every time you go away. What did I leave off at? Jesus Christ. I just liked, it I was liked... like the, it was like your high school that you were at. Okay. Yeah. That's basically it. So I just, it was just great um, to see that kind of uh, um, high school represented on film. Uh, and they, they were all funny. It was like cute little asides. It wasn't over the top. Um, you know, all the mm-hmm. kids, the, like his, the guy in the chair kid was great. And uh, um, mm-hmm. just, and just, uh, uh, it definitely surprised me in many parts, um, but the biggest surprise was that was how they kept it level, and you know uh, how it wasn't like a huge, huge, crazy. Uh, you know, he has to destroy the glowing orb in the sky, kind of a adventure. right, right. It's a little contained adventure, which is cool. He's always the underdog, and he chose to just you know stay the underdog, which is great because mm-hmm. that's those are the best aspects uh, to to Spidey for me. Like for when I would read the comics and stuff, he was always fighting. You know, against, you know, he wasn't, I mean, he was super strong and he would survive a bunch of shit, but he, it was a struggle. He always had to, like, juggle so many mm-hmm. things to, yeah. to, to do what he had to do. But, um, you know, uh, I, I definitely like this film. Uh, it's like, uh, the, I still like Spidey 2 the best. There's no comparison, though. Like, I can't, like, compare these films because they're all their own thing. Um, and, like, you see the Spidey, the, the, the Raimi Spidey films as, like, you know, Hollywood classic cinema where this is just like, you know, basically part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is mm-hmm. historic. Yeah. This is a historic event where, you know, experiencing mm-hmm. right now. In, oh, in yeah, cinema, yeah. It's the golden age of, of superhero films, you know. It's yeah, maybe really- sure. Spidey, yes, but the original Tobey Maguire, but it's, it's funny because it, Spider-Man 2 was just on. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, for some reason, when I, I remember seeing it and, and thinking it was so fast-paced, and it's funny, the first scene that I turn on is, Literally, him having dinner with Doc Ock and his wife, and then, <laughs> and then I and then I did something else, and I came back to see another fast-paced scene of uh, Peter Parker talking to the doctor. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, why did I remember? It? He does like, mope a little bit halfway through the film, uh, yeah. and then and then the scene with him and his aunt. You know, and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of talking in this film. But then, there, you know, but but it was just. Yeah, but it was just a well. I still like it. I but it definitely, it's it's uh you see this and it really does say wow. I'm glad I'm glad we got to this because this really does feel like Spidey that I that I read you know in the comics like that I mm-hmm. grew up with. Like this is the Spider Man that I believe would go up. Um, and remember the the Star Wars one where it was uh, the Death Star where Doctor Doom had this like Death Star thing and. Spider-Man uh, flew into space and and uh, had a they it was like basically a, a ripoff of Star Wars like the whole right. I think it was actually an Electric Company comic or something like that I don't even remember what the I we probably Tony and I probably still have it somewhere but um like uh, this Spidey I believe <laughs> that would happen to speaking of of that did you did any of you guys see the the new trailer for Thor uh, uh, Ragnarok Ragnarok yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With, the new trailer uh, is great. Yeah, with the Hulk finally talking yeah. and and being yeah. the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even looking well, different. being Bruce Banner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's exciting. I can't wait to see. You know, it definitely looks like, and and rightfully so, definitely looks like it's taking a page from Guardians of the Galaxy. But that only makes mm-hmm. sense because it's it is the same universe as Guardians right. of the Galaxy. You know, it's so cosmic, mm-hmm. cos- the cosmic part of a uh, Marvel, the trippy. Uh, Rainbow, rainbow tinted version of Marvel. That, yeah. that part. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That, mm-hmm. all those crazy comics, Micronauts, and all that shit. You know. Yeah, yeah. Bring it, bring it. You know what I mean? I want to see it. <laughs> and it should it. be goofy like that. Yep. You know, yep. like I read something. You know, yeah. one of, one of the things I read about how Guardians are going to be introduced is 
while they're flying, like the Hulk is somehow going to end up in space, uh, like just floating in space, and he crashes into the into the ship. So I guess that's how. <laughs> so and I want to see that Bruce Banner, you know, Hulk with the Guardians. Like it's really making me excited for mm-hmm. what's going to happen with Infinity War, you know. So yeah. uh but there was that trailer, and then I think the Justice League trailer came out uh, as well, a new one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw that one yet. Yeah. And what did you? I, I thought it looked better than than it was than it, it has been. It it definitely I feel like tried to lighten the tone a little bit. It definitely you know it looked better than the last one, but it still is not saying much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they definitely oh, highlighted. Yeah, because they yeah. definitely highlighted yeah. Wonder Woman big time. Look, she's oh, in, I know, this, like, see, remember she's in this movie, see? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember her mommy's in this movie, too, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember she's mm-hmm. there, too, remember her? Remember yeah, her, they see? had, is it the mascara or the mascara? The mascara, yeah, the mascara. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's not mascara. <laughs> <laughs> The mascara and the Maybelline. The mascara. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, all that was in there. No, I mean, again, I, they've got my money. They don't have to worry about that. But, no, it didn't look like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Josh, we just said, all right, wrap it up. We got Jackie's money now. We can we can close it yeah. down. Wrap it up, everybody. Enough, enough. Too much work. Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I'm going to see it, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I know, it's like uh, everybody's going to see it, whatever the fuck it's going to be. So, know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it can be whatever it wants to be. Now, here, here's, here's a weird thing that it's I... It's true. I, I've never been disappointed by a runtime of a movie than I have mm-hmm. been by, uh, you know, just uh, planning my weeks of, of how I'm going to do things in order to see movies. <laughs> and... Uh, I saw that the runtime for Dark Tower is 95 minutes. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. bummed me oh, out wow. in a weird way. Like, I'm mm. I'm hoping maybe it's a solid 95 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Well, right? I'd rather kinda... have it be, I'd rather have it not be like, you know, try to fill out with fluff. You know what I mean? Or right. if they only had enough money to make 95 minutes look as good as they want to make it, then yeah, just give us the best 95 minutes you can. And if they're going to translate it, I don't know if they were doing a continuation into a show or if the show was like a separate thing or, you know, what, if that's even still happening. This is their test. It's like, we have, we have 95 solid minutes finished. Let's yeah. see what we can do with this. You know, maybe, maybe we can, uh, maybe we'd start a franchise. Maybe we can create some art, whatever, but you know, this is about what we can do right now. <laughs> You know, I know exactly. they definitely mixed in. They mixed in drawing of the three uh, gunslinger, right. and then they even looked like they they went a little further. Um, right. So, I, well, I, did, you, did you read about? Like, I read about this, and it's like the, uh, apparently I'm, I don't I I don't remember if you guys have talked about this before, but this is not really a, going to be an interpretation, but it's it's a continuation. So it's not it's 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 basically the books exist as canon. Okay. And this story that's happening is going oh, to be okay. a continuation of the universe. So, okay. and, if, and I guess if you got, I don't know, I'm not going to spoil shit, but it makes sense if you've read all the books. Okay. okay. I have not read all the books, so thank you. But <laughs> Yeah, I haven't read all the books. I've just only read the first three. Huh, okay. Makes me curious. The, the, um, I did see there are, there are some little homages to the other Stephen King things in the like in the books, in the movie, um, there's a Pennywise poster or something like that. 
mm. somewhere in the movie. So so it looks like there yeah, are going to be that a lot hasn't of, even come out yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like there are going to be a lot of because in the books, you know, characters like it's the one from. Um, <laughs> I disappeared again. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the what's the character that shows up? I I uh not what's the big epic epic uh, book? Oh my god, I bl- I just blanked on the name of it of Stephen King. The Shining. So, no, no. Oh, the stand. The stand. The, oh, the stand. Oh, the, the character from the stand pops Random into. Flag. Yes. Um into the books. So I, I, I think they're, they're still connecting all of that as well, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Um, Interesting. Right. Uh, yeah. So dark towers, the nexus of all Stephen King's worlds and, 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 mm-hmm. you know, uh, all of the stories converge in these places. So, so essentially like his whole universe is connected. Like he, like I, I've, I've read a bunch of his books, like when I was in my teenage years too. To my mid twenties, I read like a ton of his like earlier stuff, and like you would like characters would see, you know, would stop in the dairy and see eyes. They would stop in Dairy Maine and see eyes in in, in the India. Uh, God, I can't even talk. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> they would see glowing eyes at the fucking storm drain and shit. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. would make a little cameo, and I think yeah, or something. So. Um, and, and shit like that. So he, he would always have, like, these worlds interact, but, like, you know, in the dark time, throughout the whole series, it was always, like, basically his Stephen King cinematic universe, but in his novels. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. So now, but, uh, was there anything else that came out of Comic-Con? There was something I thought... Uh... Well, we got the Ready Player One trailer, which looks awesome, I think. Yeah, I, I, I read the book, so I... I... I, I was really trying to figure figure things out, so I couldn't. It, it does look good, but I'm just trying to understand it. You, you know what I mean, like in relation to the book, well, so to speak. Yeah, let it happen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just I, trying I read to... the book too. What did you, What did you think of the book, Rich? I I, I like the book. I, mean, I like uh, the book a lot. Yeah, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, and it's I, gotten I, resounding yeses from everyone who's read it that I've heard. I, right. I still have not read it, but everyone is just like. You gotta read this book. It's yeah, interesting. In the Batman, book, I mean, it's, 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 it's basic. It's I mean, there's 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 a lot of you know fan service and all this other yeah. stuff. It's it's a bit um it's a bit thin uh, plot wise and stuff. But there's so much great fan service and so much nostalgia. Yeah, I, I never I never think of it as fan service though. Like I I kind of thought of it as. Like if someone told me write the Laugh Olympics and you can include all your characters, right? You know right. what I mean. Like I kind of because I because I I never like fan service. That term always makes me think of executives in a room trying to figure out how to please people. Where mm-hmm. where I felt like this is a guy who said these were all the things I love. What if I could write a story and incorporate all the things that I love? Right, right. Like it's even because well, I mean I don't have the same I don't have the same uh, feeling about war games that he does, but he clearly. That's a big movie for this writer, right? And I was, and I'm really curious to see how they do that. Like, are they going to have that act? Because in the book, at one point, people have to act out a movie, um, right? In order to get past, and that's that's something that's an idea I've always had. Uh, where you know, like when I was writing all those dooms, I thought I was I was thinking, imagine a planet that's just stuck in this loop where they have to keep reenacting this movie over and over again, and and. and until they get it completely right, then they're free of this thing. Like that, like that idea of acting into a movie was always such an interesting concept to me. And mm-hmm. and reading that in the book, it was really surprising. That, that's why I think the part that confuses me about the trailer 
is everybody's an avatar in the movie. So um, I almost thought of it like uh, when I saw the Jumanji trailer, I almost thought it was going to mm-hmm. be something like that where they cast the big stars as the avatars and then the real people, you know, unknowns as the real kids, which I guess they did, mm-hmm. but it seems like the avatars might be digital, but I'm not sure. I couldn't figure yeah, that out. I think that's what's supposed to be. It's like the avatars will be digital. Like uh, I would say like a chunk, huge chunk of the movie will probably be in CG and the rest of it will be like, you know, the people in the real world doing their yeah. thing. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I, that's the thing. It's like the the book. The book is is very. It's it's a fun read. It's a, a compulsive page turner. There there are things that that it, that did bother me about the plot and and, and uh, of certain. Well, not that it bothered me. It's just certain things were too convenient. And like they they could have been a bit more clever, and they'll probably fix that in the movie. Yeah. They'll probably like fix, yeah. the Spielberg knows how to like you know do that kind of shit. But um, but uh, I think um. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do think it would be a fun movie as far as like getting to see all that stuff. If you guys have never seen this anime uh, called uh, Summer Wars, um, it's like people kind of. Yeah, I saw that one a long time I ago. I think I saw that one too. Yeah, is that the racing one? Mm-hmm. Yes. You you saw the trailer though, right? Like I were they were those video game avatars? Like at one point I was like, is that supposed to be? Because I I couldn't tell if that was um what's his name? Oh uh, God, a uh, God of War. Like for a second, like if somebody was using. Him no, I didn't look like Kratos, but um, it I didn't recognize who that character was. Um. Did I just, like, I disappear again? Yeah, you I disappeared. Like, I disappeared like If we just start talking, that means you disappeared. <laughs> yeah, but Rich and I... Rich and I no, both, I don't hear, uh, I don't hear you. Summer Wars. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you you probably remember it better than we do, though, so please make your point. Oh, no, no. Well, what I was just saying is that it, uh, with Summer Wars, it, what's really cool is that it, you know, you could just bide your time if you can't wait to see this movie. You know, if you can't wait to see Ready Player One, check out Summer Wars because people kind of do like frequent in this mm-hmm. in this you know virtual world, much like in, in Ready Player One, and they have their own avatar. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot of movies that do that. Avalon did that. Um, was it Gamer? Oh yeah, Avalon. Avalon. Avalon was great. Oh, I forgot all about the, that. Yeah, was no, that was a those, good one. That goes into the category yeah. with Sky Captain. Like that was one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, like the, when they were. Doesn't have to. <laughs> well, I mean, it only in the in the it style. It goes of, there. Yeah, no, I mean, in like that style of filmmaking of of shooting in front of a green screen and really pioneering that. You know, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How's it going? I gotta dig that one up. Yeah, That's I haven't fun. seen that in a long time. I have pared down my DVD collection so much, but I haven't been able to get rid of that one because I'm just like, oh, but. Avalon. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard one to find because I don't think that's really was that ever released in America officially or yeah, uh, no, yeah, I got it at one of those trade tables at Dragon Con or MegaCon. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they have all those like bootleg <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. DVDs that, that look professional and you can get like ten for twenty bucks or something and I'm just like this and this and this <laughs> Yeah, I think I got mine from a Chinese vendor online through eBay, so yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss those tables. I remember when it was VHSs, not even DVDs. Yep. And the yep. worst part was when I bought Fire and Ice. I brought, I went all the way home. I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. And it was like blank. It was like they didn't. They oh. obviously must have forgot to. Rec- so I went back all the way. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not settling for this. I paid right. ten dollars for this. You know. So yep. I went all the way back. Yeah. 
to go because that was one, wow. the only way you could see it was like that. You yeah. know, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I got Akira. That's how I got my first copy of Akira. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I couldn't even go. I had to get your your friend Angel to get it for me to get yeah. the tape at well, a convention. And my first copy of Akira didn't even have English subtitles. Nope, nope, that's <laughs> oh, no, twenty five bucks. There was this. Uh, this uh, videotape VHS copy. It was recorded on an SP though, so yeah. Really nice. mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's also where I got all my Stephen uh, Chow movies, like with God of Cookery oh. and oh. all this stuff before I even got to watch it. I think you know, it was like yeah. <laughs> where I was like, just give it to me. I know I like him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how <laughs> I have got. Have any Takashi Miike? Just give it all to me. <laughs> what was the soccer one? Um, Shaolin. Uh, Shaolin, Shaolin soccer. soccer. That yeah. was yeah. That's how I got that one. Like that one. Yeah, you hooked me up with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I miss those those fun days. Now it's all just available in a weird way. If you, I know it's everywhere. Like I could turn, I go go yeah. get onto Netflix. I'm like, man, that would have been cooler if I bought that. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. funny. It's, uh, it is amazing. It's nice that, but now you can recommend these things to people. We can talk about it on our sure. podcast, and people can actually find what we're looking for because yeah. that's. That was a big problem in the past. Right. If you weren't right around the corner from your buddy and trading DVDs and making tapes, um, it was a serious hunt to try and track down yeah. some of these things. I know. It's like Nicolas Cage in 8mm. You're like going, do you have God of Cookery? Imagine you're like in the dungeon. But what, <laughs> but what my original train of thought there, though, was a lot of like the, the gamer like plug-in movies like um, Strange Days. But there was another one. There was one with Bruce Willis. And it was like a murder mystery. And I'm trying. Oh. Do you guys remember that? Yes, one? it was where he. They all plug into rob. There's robots of them. Everybody or plugs in. Yes, and oh, there's there's uh, like avid, uh, there's yeah. like real robots of them, but nobody really oh. goes out of their house anymore. That means exactly. Yeah, I saw that too. I like, remember. Geez. I don't remember it being super great, but I remember you know still I always love that theme. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. Oh my God! I really do play WoW for eight hours straight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I really would play for surrogates. Surrogates, very that good. That was that would have driven good. me crazy. Surrogate. That's yeah. the name of it. I said surrogates yeah. too, and that was oh, the okay, name. <laughs> I oh, I, I, no, I mean I, I didn't even it. know that was the name. Like, I actually said, yeah, there were surrogates of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had no idea that was the name. <laughs> that's funny. That's so apt. Yeah, that's so funny. Wow, that seems yeah, like such a, that it. seems wrong. Like it doesn't even seem like the. But I guess yeah, that's. It just seems so boring. Like that's the that's the best you can come up with. <laughs> that makes sense, though. <laughs> Should have just called it robot people. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh my god. We that's, in. Okay, speaking of robot people. Okay, so I have to tell you guys this thing, and you might understand and appreciate this. I love it. It's one of my favorite things about James. We we love sci-fi movies, and we love you know all robot stuff and all that kind of stuff, but there are certain movies that we don't watch, mostly because he won't watch them, and he basically will put them in a category of like, no, we can't watch that one. That's a sad robot movie. Like, <laughs> Chappie? We can't watch that one, because he's like, no, I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to you know, like, I don't want to feel sad. So when I went to go see War for the Planet of the Apes, I'm like, hey, do you want to come with me? You like the other two? He's like, yeah, no. I'm like, is it too sad robot? And he's like, yeah, it kind of kind of crosses that genre. I can't do the sad robot movie. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> but he's like, no, I don't want to feel bad for the apes. I don't want to do that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. So that's, that's a genre in my house. Sad, sad robot. robot. <laughs> well, that's better than, than uh, Jen didn't want to see Valerian because she doesn't like that girl's face. 
That <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> so is that girl's face uh, category? Yeah, she said, yeah, it's disturbing <laughs> to her. And I'm like, why? What is this? And she's like, I don't know. She's got the, it's all just like angles, and I don't know. I don't like it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. Sad robot movies. I'm going to use that from now on whenever she wants to watch well, her chick flicks. It's appropriate, it's a sad though. Robot movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's definitely a genre. But what else? Um, I feel like there was another. Tra- oh, the um, the Shape of Water. Did you guys see that oh, trailer? Yeah, the yeah, new Del yeah. Toro. Yeah, that looked great. It looks yeah. so good. I'm so excited. Very like Amelie meets the creature from the Black Lagoon. You know. Yeah, that, that's a pretty apt description. Yeah. yeah. I spot on. That's exactly what I saw when I when I saw. It. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is going to be so good. They and, finally found you know, something for that actress to do, though. You know, I was—I remember I—I I was angry at her in Godzilla for just looking at uh, the doctor do the whole movie. <laughs> but now they, she's actually got a good. What role. is your purpose? Jenny? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Stop looking at him. <laughs> I remember that. That was crazy. Yeah, but no, no, it yeah. looks, looks really good. So she, yeah. I like the kind of silent, obviously because she's a mute. The silent film quality of it. You know, and, mm-hmm. Oh, you guys were talking about some movie. You know, uh, uh, it was on the podcast, and I went. Speaking of mute, you were talking about a movie that, that mute starts witness. off. Mute witness is it? Mute witness. witness? Holy yes, moly! Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I, 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 like, were you like screaming at the podcast like this? Mute like, witness. I was at my desk. I'm like mute witness, and the guy next to me is like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I'm just talking to the <laughs> talking to the podcast." <laughs> You're like mute witness. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Mute witness! It's <laughs> pretty much what happened. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember liking that movie. It starts out like as a crazy, scary thriller, and then like halfway through becomes a spy movie. Yeah. And it's it's kind of fun, but it is it was weird. And the guy who directed that went on to, to direct, um, what was that movie? The uh, American Werewolf uh, in, in Paris. Oh, the sequel? Oh, really? Yes. Well, that shitty sequel. Wow, with the guy from that Tom Everett, that uh, yep. mm-hmm. that thing you do. Well, it's mm-hmm. so weird though, like because I couldn't remember what language was it Swedish or what what language was that film? Oh shit, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember because it, at one point Prague. it was filmed in Prague because they oh, they Prague, uh, okay because I remember the location was interesting uh, yeah. and I, I, it was like one of those nineties, uh, like late nineties. Yeah, it was. I, yeah, I was in the. I remember what theater I was in. I just can't remember the year that right. where I saw. It. But what's so weird about it was like I'd almost seem like you know when the movie when when the guy shows up to say I can tell you what's going on. He almost seemed like Brian Cox, right? Like that 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 actor. He he kind of and it's not him. It was obviously right, whatever right. language it was. But it it just became as soon as you said mute, suddenly it all it. I remember. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, oh, man, that, 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 that was a that was a movie. <laughs> I didn't even know how to look for it because I'm like, how do I how do I search for this movie? I don't know a name. Right. I don't know right. an actor. <laughs> I don't know what year. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a weird one. That was one of those weird random ones that I always liked, but it's not like <laughs> it's just like one of those weird random movies that that tried something different. Yeah, even though it's not entirely successful, uh, it's but it's still strong, to... strong thirty minutes. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just kind of goes crazy. 
But uh, have you guys, um, not to derail anything, this, but uh, have you guys played any video games at all? I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and I think... Oh, is, how is it? It is fucking amazing, and oh, it's, it's low, so beautiful. It's, lower, it's getting lower in price. It's like $30 now, I think. That's the so, only reason I was waiting. I was like, okay. I, got, I, not, I need to wait. <laughs> it is worth every cent. It is so fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is, I believe it. It. Is, it is a world worth diving into. I know this is like in Fallout territory, while well, I know I'll be playing this game for a while. Because it mixes yeah. everything that we like about Uncharted, everything that we like about mm-hmm. uh, Metal Gear. There's a lot of Metal Gear in this. You're yeah, oh, yeah, you can see it. Haunting you these totally things. see it. These things are mm-hmm. unpredictable. You feel like you're hunting these animals, these digital animals, whatever these things are. Wow. Um, I remember before there was even ever a trailer, there was just footage out right. online and it, it was like a lot it was like a lot of footage where where you are you're you're trapping and hunting these things and i'm just like so enthralled like that i really almost spent full price because i know that i'm gonna love it but my right. funds are limited right now oh so. absolutely <laughs> i get it and it's just it's one of those where you just you can just play you know you have missions that you can pop around and do and you can follow the storyline which is really mm-hmm. well done it feels like I wish this was a show or a movie or something because it's so mm-hmm. the world is so believable and fun. But the, well, the, what? But you could just wander and just hunt things and and just you know you know try different tactics and build different that's things. Awesome. So great. That's all I want. But, um, the um, the really cool thing that I found out afterwards, um, after the game had already come out, um, one of my artists that I follow. Um, released concept art for it. She wasn't able to talk about, it. and I was just like, "Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, that's, that's awesome!" awesome. Wow. So, if anybody who um, who is interested in looking at her up, her she goes by Loish, um, but it's Lois, but it's L O I S H online, and her art books are amazing. Her art style oh, is amazing. Check it out, yeah. Um, and the art of this game is beautiful. The it, art it of this game, it doesn't exactly look like her art, but she did the character design concepts and stuff. So. Super, super cool for the main wow. for the main girl. I don't know that she did it for the whole game, but she released a bunch for the main girl. I'm just like, oh, oh she's so beautiful. Well, the main girl and is the coolest so looking character. You get these really yeah. great outfits. <laughs> um, yeah, so and it's not, very, but it's very not cool. Like, yeah, it's a great. It's great, and the storyline is great. The, the characters are great, especially the main character. You really sympathize with her. You get to see her, you know, from the beginning. Uh, you know, mm. from when she's born to. A warrior. It's pretty fantastic the way they do it too. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth playing. That's one thing that that I really only have the time to play. There's been some free stuff here and there, but I haven't really had a chance to to play yeah. a whole lot of. Stuff. I got to play some of the um, Telltale games. I did the Michonne um, Walking Dead oh, cool. series, and that was it was really great. I really I love all their games. They're kind of like my go tos when I know I don't really have a lot of time to get invested. And I don't like have a lot of energy to play, but I still want to play something right. because it is very, you know, it's it's a storyline. It is right. you know, watching a TV show and picking what you want to say and what you want to do. And it's really I, I love uh, comparing your actions to what everyone else did at the end. If you haven't played any of the Telltale games, um, at the end mm-hmm. of each chapter, I know you guys have, but I mean the audience. <laughs> um, at the end of each chapter, it'll list all of the basic like decision points that you had and it'll show like 75 percent of people chose this and you you know chose this and Mm. this that this that and the other and it's it's funny how how many things are very varied you know like there there really isn't just like one obvious choice um to any situation or any scenario and which i haven't gone through and replayed 
them and that but that's one of those things that does make it like well i wonder what would have happened if i had made this other choice you know how would the story be different how you know who would be alive and who would be dead because i mean your actions and your decisions really do alter the gameplay that much um did you play the batman ones at all i bought them i haven't played it yet i have i it's in my uh, um, there's a second now. season coming too. There's, a, yeah. there's another season coming. I yeah, those, those playing, two season adventure um, games are awesome. I started playing uh, World of Warcraft again. So I had taken a couple months off, and now I started playing again. And I'm really excited because I just got flying in Legion, which anybody who plays World of Warcraft knows that not being able to fly when they release a new expansion is awesome because it makes you interact with the environment, but is so frustrating. <laughs> it's so frustrating. You're like, I could be done with this quest in like two minutes if I could just fucking fly. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny is when I was for that one month that I or two months I was playing, and I was stuck in that panda world where I couldn't get out. I could never, <laughs> I could never jump over the stoop in the in that uh, in that mountain. I could never get out of there because I didn't know how to jump over. So, I don't know. I know. I remember you being stuck. I just, I can't imagine like what situation you were in because didn't you have the same situation with like one of the Uncharted's where you're like, I can't play anymore. Yeah. You, well, that one actually <laughs> I was. Jump. Yeah, that one you saved me because uh, it because it, it there was a corrupt thing in the game. Remember, I I, found, I ended up. Oh, that's right. That's I right. I couldn't I get back that. any. I, like I was every time it would put me back in, it would throw me in the water. And it was no, yeah. way, and it was the boat sequence. There was no way to get back on the on the boat. And you're like, mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> I was like, so frustrated. Have you guys, I ended have you guys up finished in. the newest one? Have you guys finished the newest one? I didn't. I, I'm sure, Jackie, you did. Uncharted. Right? Yeah. Oh, I finished it like four times over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never got to so finish good. it. I met, it was really good, and then uh, I things got crazy on my side, and then anytime the video game system goes on now, first it was Little Big Planet. That's all Xavier wanted to play. Um, now. It is uh, Lego Dimensions, and mm-hmm. we've we've basically done every. He he plays like a uh, he's amazing. Like he just he knows how to play. He knows how to do things that I don't know how to do. Like he just he explains to me sometimes when I get stuck. He figures it out. Oh, we lost Dave again. Um, Dave's like Lego Dimensions. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I said Horizon. Damn it. <laughs> I said, I said, you said there Lego you are, Dimensions. You yeah, I said, Dave, Lego Dimensions. <laughs> he hung up. Um, no, I disappeared. I was like, I was mm. talking about the stupid game. Uh-huh. No, no, not the stupid game. If you're talking about Uncharted, because that game oh, yeah. was so beautiful and so oh, yeah, perfect. And I can't wait for the, the what was the name of the new one that's coming out? It's not the Nathan oh, Drake, but it's got Chloe. Yeah. The Lost Legacy, I think, or something like that. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm confused. Yes, more Claudia Black. More yes, Claudia exactly. Black. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, first of all, female uh, power. Second of all, oh, Claudia fucking Black. Wait, but is it, now I have a question for you guys. Is it the full, are they releasing a full game or are they releasing in parts? Because that's what it's was gonna confusing. Be about, it's going to be like a six-hour game, basically. Mm-hmm. But is it, because it, they kind of, they kind of said something that made me think this was kind of like just an introductory disc like a to series? the full game coming out. Well, isn't every game like that now? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Isn't, isn't every game built around DLC at this well, they point? Well, they did know. that with uh, Metal... Didn't they do that with Metal Gear at one point where they released like this? Well, yeah, yeah. The Metal Gear, they did the... Um, what was the name of that one? Shadow? Um, uh, no, that's Shadow. Uh, no... 
It was. Mm, it was like some mini. Oh, we lost it again. Something zero. Yeah. Metal Gear. Yeah, it was something I don't like remember. that. Yeah, yeah, where it was. Um, it was like you were basically. It was like training you how the new game was going to be played. Yeah. It was almost like an introductory, you know. Even though it was uh, its own, you know, game in it in in its own right. Zero, zero, no, zero dawn, no. Horizon Zero Dawn. No, what was what was the Metal Gear Metal Gear Zeros? Metal Gear Zeros. Which one are you talking about? Which one are you talking about? The Metal Gear game that came out before this most recent one. That was like the mini game where you go and save. Oh, Ground Ground Zero. Ground Ground Zero. Zero. Okay. I was at Ground Zero. Yeah, yeah that's what I was wondering if this new Drake game is is that. You know what I mean? Like it's not uh, a Drake game. It's it's a Claudia Black uh, Chloe game. It's not a Drake game. Yeah, it's just basically a continuation of the series, but with different characters. Uh, so they yeah. they they kind of want to probably do a franchise that way. But maybe mm-hmm. we'll get a, a game with Sully and uh, you know some some. Uh, oh my some god! I would so love a Sully game too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, I'm, obviously, I'm when he's younger that. and not not, hey, Sully, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> the nurse want to help me. Hey, kid, <laughs> yeah, not an older one, but a, the young adventures of Sully, right? You know, you're so ageist. I would still play a game, just like I would sit and eat. I gotta take a massive dump. Can you press the B button? You know what I mean? <laughs> just like that conversation we had, where you're like, "Oh yeah, Crane really let himself go." I'm like, "Shut up! I don't care. I'll take him any way I can get him. <laughs> Leave it alone." Um, that's funny. <laughs> Cupcakes with Crichton any day. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that's amazing. I still actually haven't finished um, the most recent Metal Gear. That's one that I got through the first half of, and it rolls the credits, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, through man. The half, of, half of the game. And then there's a whole other half of the game to go. And I'm like, oh, I shit. Have to, wow. Yeah, I'm like, I have to pause. <laughs> Well, and I gotta. I definitely thing. have to play it too. I, I, I know oh, I need so to. Oh, good. I but loved it, but it's a lot. <laughs> I know, and it's like I'm, I'm wondering if I'm ready for that. You know, um, even with Horizon, it's, it's, it's very forgiving uh, <coughs> in certain respects, but at the same time, it offers a challenge that's very addictive at the moment. And I yeah. can't mm-hmm. find my way from that. It's one of those type mm-hmm. of games. Well, yeah. like I was saying before, is I Lego Dimensions is all we play right now. We we were playing Little Big Big Planet. I don't know if you heard me say that, but um, oh, mm-hmm. Xavier loved that game for for a long time. But then Lego Dimensions came into our lives. Well, actually, I I I had I had taken the game away because he kept playing with the pieces, but when he was too young, mm-hmm. and then he lost mm-hmm. my Marty McFly figure. <laughs> So oh, my so my Lego gone. my Lego Dimensions was like that's it it's going in the closet till you're ready you know so then yeah. now he's three and and uh, somehow he was he's still not age appropriate but he's ready he was ready so we've been playing mm-hmm. for the last couple of months and we've finished almost everything in fact we just got to uh, we got all of the doctors because after you play everything then you have to go back and and uh, we keep getting new things like we got. Uh, um, we played the Ghostbuster movie, the second go- the new Ghostbuster movie. We played <laughs> the uh, the Harry Potter world. We played um, the what's the new uh, Fantastic Beast world? Um, mm. Gremlins. So, we played. so like with these games, like wow. basically, it's like magic to him because he's like building these things and then he's interacting with with the fucking 
with the TV, right? Because yeah. you build stuff that interacts with the TV. Yeah, exactly. That would have blew my mind. Because, you, <laughs> yeah, you build it, and then you put it on the pad, and then it, there it is. Like, we just, we outfitted the, DeLore- the DeLoreans never look like this before. Let's put it this way. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's all, and it's also bright red. And then we also changed the TARDIS. Um, and what's great, too, is once we got all 13 Doctors, because they included the War Doctor in there, um, you can be any of those Doctors whenever you want. You can also change their inside of their TARDIS to look like how you want it. Um, can you even change a doctor to be a woman? Well, is it coming soon, I'm sure. Yeah. That was announced just as we got all of the doctors. That was announced. I, I thought that was kind of ironic. I'm like, we finally get all the doctors on, on Lego and Dimensions, and now there's a new one we don't have. I like that that's your beef with the new casting. So many other people have so many other things to say. Like, now I have another fucking Lego Dimensions character yeah, to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have another one to build. Yeah, you know, I anyone who's seen this last season, I mean, they... They pretty much telegraphed it. Uh, as soon, I think when Missy was showed up, who is the female version of the Master, um, they kind of threw it out there. And he and he said something. Uh, uh, the Doctor in one episode said something which was so brilliant because when, the new character, the new companion, was um, uh, she's gay. This is the first gay companion on the series, or openly gay, I should say. I, don't, I can't speak for the other ones, um, but the. Uh, uh, you know, there's one point where he says, he's like, I forgot this, this, um, I forgot this, this world's obsession with gender, you know, like just the way he said that, it kind of mm-hmm. was, 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 uh, the lead into the fact that this could happen. Um, so I, it doesn't bother me at all. I've heard some weird things from people who probably had no idea what Doctor Who is to begin with, or, and then mm-hmm. I've heard, like uh, then from Peter Davidson, the fit, my favorite doctor, said a weird thing like, you know, he he thinks it's great and all, but boys won't have a role model now to look up to. And I said, really? That's that's where you're going yeah. with that? Okay, no. <laughs> I I don't know if Doctor Who was the last role model that boys can look up to. You know, like I mean, <laughs> what yeah. do we have left? Yeah, I know. Yeah, really. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm kind of I'm interested. I I I do wish it was a little more organic. Um, Rather than the way that it, that it's that it, it's going to be done, or, or that it was announced, I guess you know, I, I wish it was kind of something that was that happened rather than making this big statement about it. You know, like or again, I feel like it's happening now only because of everything else that's happening. Where I wish it would have happened on its own, if if you know what I mean. I mean, I get that, but they've been talking about doing it for a while, like saying we're ready. It's like, well, you know, yeah. If they're ready and everybody else just happens to be falling in line at the same time, I'm okay with it. And I know that I'm probably like the feminazi kind of, you know, person on the show, but I really am like, no, it's, it's, yes, just like we talked about with Wonder Woman, maybe it started in a, from a place of like, you know, stating, you know, the, the need for like, okay, finally we'll give them a woman movie. You know what I mean? Like, fine, you can have your female superhero movie, whatever. Fuck you. You're not getting Black Widow still, you know what I mean? Like all that kind of stuff. But it might've started from that place, but it ended up being something beautiful and awesome. And just like with, um, even like the female uh, Ghostbusters, I was a, a vocal uh, person about saying like it's not so much that I'm mad that they're women. I wish that there was just women and men combined in a seamless thing that it didn't have to be a big deal, you know. But on the other hand, you do see all these pictures of kids that 
like little girls who love Ghostbusters now because they yeah, have, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like these female people to to look up to. And I love yeah. the male Ghostbusters. I didn't really put that gender in the way, but I also didn't have anything else to replace that. You know what I mean? So I didn't have the option of, of anything else. So I love the fact that now, you know, there, there is an option. Like the other movies are still there too. And they're still amazing. And, uh, yeah, we live in such like you were saying earlier, we, we live in such an age where everything is available to us now. Mm -hmm. It's like, why, why gripe? If somebody's trying something different now, it's like, well, the only thing that's getting attention is trying something completely different. Yeah, yeah. You know, even in these TV shows, I just watched American Gods. I watched all six episodes mm-hmm. um, that they had, and I was like, you know, I was, it was, I had, you know, wonderful emotions about it. I was frustrated at times. I was angry mm-hmm. at times. I hung up the phone at times. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was accidentally watching Twin Peaks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, American guys. No, I, really I don't good. have a. I, yeah, no, I. I mean, again, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with, with the concept. I, I'm fine with it. Oh like, no, I'm, I know, I know. I think, uh, I think it'll be great. I, I just also wish, uh, not wish. I just, I feel bad too that Peter Capaldi really was a good doctor. Like he really, he really had the essence. He really was interesting, and I, I feel like he got. I don't know. He, he, there's not a lot of people. A lot of people don't like him. Richie, Richie, whatever I cut out, just have me put a sound effect of me falling down a hole. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> David, Jackie, and Richie on a routine expedition. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that Peter Capaldi is a great actor. I didn't connect with him, but I don't think it's his fault. Again, I, I fault Stephen Moffat for that. I fault the writing. I fault the direction of the show. And I know that you've said that the last season actually was very good. And yeah, I will. It's been really good. I will marathon it eventually, especially if there is a new doctor. I will, you know, uh, watch the new female doctor because I want to see what they do. We definitely support, should watch the, you know, everything like that. So definitely I'll watch catch the Christmas up. show because I think what's going to be interesting about that is when uh, when the last episode happened, he's he already kind of is dying in a way throughout the episode, and you see the the kind of the dust happening in his hands. And mm-hmm. he's like just kind of fighting it, and when it leads into the Christmas show, he, you know, he's 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 on a planet we don't recognize, and when he when he opens the TARDIS door, it's the first Doctor is there, yeah, and that's how yeah, it I leads the into the, the yeah. yeah. So it's it, it. I'm very curious to see what how that's all going to connect, and I, and then I mm-hmm. out of nowhere, which I, I really would like to see it, I just. I don't think I have the time. They're going to sh- uh, uh, Rift Tracks is doing the Five Doctors um, uh, Rift Track. Do you know about that? No. It's a, it's the actual episode from uh, hmm, the me. old series when you know all of the Doctors up until Doctor Number Five were all together and still alive in one episode. Uh, oh wow! One, yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't seen thing. all the old episodes. I've seen some of them, but kind of just random ones here and there. It's interesting because it happened during Peter Davidson's run, and Tom mm-hmm. Baker had just left and didn't want to return to it. But they used old footage to incorporate oh. him, <laughs> so mm-hmm. he's the only holdout. But he is still part of it. But um, that's funny. But yeah, but it, but but now I'm just wondering what did, that's a weird rift tracks. You know, like that's going to be a really weird yeah. one. Well, say. whatever. They're always hilarious, so oh, I trust yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. But speaking of sci-fi shows, did you see the Star Trek Discovery uh, preview? 
The commercial, yeah. No, it looks it looks yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um I think it's been a while since I've really been excited for like a CBS or ABC or, you know, NBC or any any of those kind of shows, even though I do watch some of them. I, I think this is the first one that I'm like, ooh, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This looks good. It doesn't look too cheesy. It looks nice and dark, but appropriate, not like too dark, you know? I mean, and I love um, Sonequa. Um, I don't know her last name, but the chick from Walking Dead. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. And then Michelle Yao, of course. Yes, of and, course. And um, Dwight from The Office, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who's, I mean, wait, some... who's Dwight in it? I don't even think I recognized him. Well, he's in it. I don't know. <laughs> Is he an alien? Oh, okay. They didn't show him in the, in the commercial. It. Okay. No, yeah, they did. He had a beard and glasses and was, like, talking. Yeah. Oh, wow. What are you guys talking about? Are you guys talking about the Orville? Is that what you guys talking about? Which talking about Star Trek Discovery? Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wait, what, what, did you, what, what did you say? I didn't even understand. I pretended like I got cut off. Uh, <laughs> I was asking about the, the Orville. Uh, when you said Orville, this is gonna this is gonna be completely out of nowhere. When you said Orville, I immediately thought of. I don't know, Dave. Did do you watch House of Cards as well? No, I didn't. Okay, Jackie, you know the reporter who's been digging into everything. That older guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, for some reason, when he said Orville, I pictured that guy as an owl with glasses on. I don't even know oh my why. God. But doesn't he look the like a, an owl? Wait, when was the last time you slept? Uh, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's He's been a while. real for you. But, it's, but, that guy, but that actor, every time I see him on on screen, he doesn't say much. He's just looking. And he looks like an owl came, like if an owl became human, that's what he would be. He's looking for you, and he wow. wants to know how many looks it takes to get to the center. <laughs> yeah, really. Tootsie Pop. <laughs> no, yeah, Night Owl was, 2. Yeah, that was <laughs> like a pull. But, uh, but, but yeah, so now the new Star Trek, though, it, I, I'm wondering if it takes place, like if it's its own universe, or if it's taking place in the movie universe, or... Well, it's taking place, um, it's 10 years prior to the original series. Okay. So it's going to be like the Klingon Wars and maybe what sparked them and how that became, you know, yeah. such such a big part of this Star Trek fabric, you know, of, of, of the history. So it's 10 years before Kirk's mission. So it is part of the universe, but it's part of the history. It's a prequel. And it's interesting because then you want to know. I want to know where Enterprise fits in. Like, there's so many. There's so it's much. It's not the Enterprise. No, no, no. I mean, you remember the TV series Enterprise? Oh, okay. That okay. took place. I'm like, before. I'm not, I'm not on the yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one with the? If I could fly, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. The the show where it was embarrassing to listen to the opening. Uh, it's oh been God. a long really time. Was <laughs> that the Scott Scott Bakula one? I love yeah. him so much. Scott I feel so bad for. It was the one I who had wrote... such a crush on him in Quantum Leap. He, I mean, he was fine. In it. it was just it was badly written, and it was. But the '80s theme song, I I just remember my friend <laughs> watching it and saying like he had to shut it off before his wife heard him <laughs> listening to that song. God, that's so funny. <laughs> Because it's not like one of the. It was I forgot the name of the writer, but she was like very famous for writing '80s anthems, and it's that's what it sounds like. And it, and it was sung that's by Russell funny. Watson, who's like an opera singer, but he decided to rock out for this one. Like there's a whole, a whole thing. Interesting. It's a whole yeah. thing. All right. But, yeah, I'm interested. I, the only question I have though is, they haven't really said 
it's going to be available on CBS On Demand. But mm-hmm. um, from what I understand, it's a pay service. So I think the only way you can see it is if you if you join CBS On Demand, uh, CBS Access, or something like that. Really? That's what I had heard. They're not going to air it. I think they are going to do the pilot, but. But the whole reason for doing this show was to launch CBS Access, even though they've already launched it. Um, huh. It was supposed to be a, a pay-for-play service originally where you pay per episode, and then they changed their mind about that, and they bundled it into the CBS Access thing. And that's pay the thing Pay-for-play always sounds like something like at a strip club. I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like, I get it. I get pay that it's like play. just part of the vernacular now. But it always has that connotation to me. I don't even know where that came yeah, from. Yeah, I don't even but. know. Where. <laughs> That's a weird. That's funny. Anyway, um, anyway, it looks like a good show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm just hoping I'll like get to see show. it. I guess is my is my uh, because yeah. I'm not going to pay nine, nine, another nine ninety nine for. Yeah, I mean, gosh, how many streaming services do we need? Yeah. Because we did that for a couple of months for that James the 1963 show because Jen, Jen really wanted to see that mm-hmm. uh, the Stephen King book. But why wouldn't they just like oh. pair with Netflix or something and like do some sort of joint venture or pair with Hulu or whatever you know? Because everybody wants to be Netflix. Yeah. Everybody wants to be Netflix. Everybody wants to be the next big one. But yeah. nobody's like ABC is not going to be the next Netflix. No. Like, no. Or CBS, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or CBS or whatever it is, yeah. yeah. I get them all. Well, that's what's even interesting to me, too, is like the way, like I heard Dunkirk is supposed to be the movie to try and bring people back to the theaters because it's supposed to really be an experience to see it because mm-hmm. it was shot in 70 millimeter yeah, and it's an it. IMAX. I see it in theater. But, um, but that comes on the heels of Bright being announced for Christmas time um, for Netflix. You guys, Did you guys see the trailer for that? Yeah, the one with uh, Will Smith. Yeah, Alienation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, actually, mm-hmm. Alienation yeah. meets Harry Potter, right? Or, or something. Because yeah. the whole magic aspect of it. Because um, actually, when yeah. it first started, I thought it was a remake of Alienation. I Like, I thought it was just a new title. And then until uh, the magic part of it came into it. Well, here's the thing, though. I feel, like, I feel like Alienation took place in, like, one room. Every time I think about that movie, <laughs> these two guys standing there drinking coffee. And they're still sitting there drinking that coffee. Yeah, James. Con- remember, remember when I didn't like you guys? Remember, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've talked about this on the show a bunch in the past, but it is getting to the point where they're going to have to make the movie theater experiences more and more special, yeah. and they're also going to have to split off and do the box at home. They're yeah. going because. I, again, just this last week or something, James was like, I don't want to go to the movies with you, but I want to see that movie. Because he doesn't like going to the theater. He's like, I would pay $30 easy just to stream this at our house right now. Mm-hmm. Why can't they just do it? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're always looking through Amazon, looking to see what new movies have posted, and it's always mm-hmm. the same stuff because, you know, as soon as anything new posts, we watch it. Right. And then it's like weeks of, like, desert you know, D-list <laughs> movies, and you're like, what is this? Like, I feel yeah, like yeah. <laughs> we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. And I watch them, too, sometimes. I'll just be like, well, I'm watching this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because what's this? This got two stars? All right, that's good for a horror movie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And we're just like, oh, how am I paying for this? <laughs> yeah, I know. 
And then Netflix was sneaky, and they took away the star system altogether. And I'm like, you bastards. You're trying to hide this from me. You're trying to hide it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to hide this. And I think because they're really, like, they're getting less and less movies and more of their original content, it, it seems. Well, yeah. You know, which yeah. is fine. That's what they want. I don't but, blame them. I don't blame them. Yeah, it's great. But it is sad, though, when you're like, oh, I don't need this Blu-ray anymore, you know, and then you put it away somewhere because it's on Netflix, and then they <laughs> yeah. take it away, you know? It's like <laughs> what I want to watch. I have, I have gotten rid of so many DVDs and Blu-rays, but um, you know what's funny, though, is I still haven't really reached for any in a long time. Yeah. Like, even the ones that I have kept that are, you know, maybe not on Netflix aren't necessarily, like, my go-to. They're, like, the weird ones. But I'm just like, well, if I ever meet someone who hasn't watched this, then we'll have to have a movie night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I find myself on Vudu a lot, you know, all of the digital copies that uh, that were uploaded over the years, you know, it's finally paying off that I that I redeem them because I, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I find that I am watching a lot of my Vudu movies. And then uh, as of, like, I think it was Rebel... Uh, Rebel... Um, the last Star Wars movie, which I just blanked on the name of, um, Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One um, that was the first Star Wars film that I didn't actually buy. I just have a digital copy of that. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> like we we've started buying things online too, and to me, that's just it was so foreign. I was like, but I wanna, I want it. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to hold it, mm-hmm. and I want all of the bonus content. I want to love it and squeeze it. Oh well, yeah, I, I like the bonus content. I like the, I like I like the clarity sometimes because sometimes your bandwidth doesn't like uh, allow for ultra smooth picture. And there's certain movies that look just so great. Especially now that we don't know exactly what net neutrality is going to do, you really don't know what the yeah. future of Netflix is going to hold. Right. So it's like when I watch these movies, and it's like if I if I buy something digitally, I just feel like it's. I'm slowly becoming part of the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like I'm just going to live there. But he, you know, yeah. all the music that I bought. He was but the surprise on the other hand, that I had. I feel so good about letting things go. Like, yeah. that was such a big thing for me. Like, I don't, I didn't even realize that my family was a family of hoarders because right. we're neat. We're neat hoarders. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah, yeah. like everything has its place, but it's just like we have a lot. It's just a lot of things. And I didn't realize that I'm like, why do I have this? Especially, and I, I'm sure both of you will know about this because, oh, Dave, yeah. you worked in a movie store, and, and yeah. um, Rich, you have worked at a movie studio or station. Yeah. So you buy things you don't even need. Like, why did I buy some of these DVDs that oh, yeah. I don't even want, or you got yeah, because I, total, I totally, I <laughs> totally needed uh, freaking uh, me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, I, mean, I know, I have that. <laughs> I have that. Why? I have that in my collection as well. Yeah. Why? Right. You know, I needed so to buy. Many movies I got rid of that I was like, <laughs> what? Is this? I think I saw it when when I saw it in the movies. That was it. I never watched it again. Oh my god! Yeah, There's the one where Elizabeth Hurley's a devil. I'm, I'm trying to think of the ones I. Oh finally... yeah, uh, I have that one too. Bedazzled. Was that bedazzled? Yeah, bedazzled. yeah. 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 I, own, I own that one. Yeah. <laughs> you still do? You haven't gone through? I See, still that's do. you need to purge. You need to purge. Yeah. It, you'll feel better. You feel lighter. You feel like you lose physical weight. You're like, oh my god! Yeah. I don't have that weird Ashton Kutcher movie in my house anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the worst part about Bedazzled that you bring that up is I didn't even see that one. I just went to the store and I, oh yeah okay, and then yeah. I just bought it. I you know I, just it. Yeah. I had no I didn't know if I was gonna like it that I wanted to own it you know. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. 
Yeah. Well, I was going to say is, is the surprise though for me was uh, like I don't have an Apple TV. My parents do, and uh, when I mm. had connected my account, my Voodoo account and everything, also there's an Apple version of it that that uh, you can connect to as well. iTunes has all of the extras, all the audio commentaries, everything. So, so I almost suggest you know buying an Apple TV and then buy, make your purchases through iTunes because they give you everything, and then you can even download it so that you're getting the better quality. Like it's not, it doesn't have to be streaming. So to I speak. had an Apple TV for a while. I liked it. It's really, it's really nice, especially when you because I can't do it up here anymore. But like when you can connect to HBO, connect to your HBO app. And yeah. watch like Game of Thrones and all that other shit on there. It's fantastic. All all their TV shows. I watched that Lucky Louie show that way. <laughs> oh that yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. I did after I got into uh, after I had watched all of his stand up, and then I'm like, I remember that Lucky Louie show because I I just remember being completely like, wow, what horrible thing is this on the air when it first mm-hmm. came on, and now I can appreciate it because mm-hmm. uh, the other show of his that I liked, Louis C.K. was uh, that new one he did with um, Stephen. Uh, uh, oh my God! I explained them. That. What's his name? Uh, uh, from from Oh Buscemi. Uh, yeah, oh, Steve the, Buscemi. The Horace and Pete. Oh my yes. God! Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's a great show. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, oh. it's it, Louis C.K. and Steve Buscemi play like their their brothers, and their father is Alan Alda, and they own a bar. But oh it's my God. <laughs> it's not really a comedy. It's it's like an almost think of like Archie Bunker. Without the laugh track, right? Yeah, pretty much. Way. Pretty much, it's really dark. But Ouch! It, there is think, there yeah. is some funny shit though. Yeah. There's some funny stuff though. I mean, there's there's moments where you're laughing hysterically because of you know what they're saying or or just how honest the performance is. It's very loose. Uh, the performances. Mm-hmm. It's it's a uh, you know there's mistakes you can almost see. It's, yeah. it's very it's like a stage play. It comes well, across. I love Louis. Yeah, yeah it's, it's available on his that. website because he 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 funded mm-hmm. it all and he just did it. And then you just you know whatever you paid, it wasn't even like a price. It's like if you wanted to pay a dollar, you could pay a dollar for. Oh, I episode. remember him saying something about that in yeah. one of his stand ups or in mm-hmm. an interview, but I never went and saw whatever it was. I never saw the result. Who was the? Who, there was a woman who was a famous actress, and I can't. I just blanked on her name. Who? Oh, uh, Jessica uh, Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang, that's right. She's yep. in it as well. Yeah. 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 She's got an impressive cast, and they're all really, really good. They're given a lot to work with as far as like, you know, characterization. They they live in these and breathe these characters. They're allowed to the way that the show is formatted. It's very, like I said, it's very loose. It's like a um, play, actually. It's yeah. very much like a play, like plays. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely, definitely well done. Well worth seeing. But uh, why did I? Why did I? Jump onto Louis C.K. I don't even oh. know how that we just happened. We were just talking about Smash Cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movies and TV. Yeah. No, it led me, something led me down that rabbit hole. I don't even remember what it was. I have I have been watching his. Uh, you know, whenever I'm just kind of like in a blah mood, I always put on one of his stand ups. My the latest one I I love is the 2017 one. Have you guys gotten mm-hmm. to see that yet? It's great. It's mm-hmm. great. Oh, yep. I love that one. Just this whole thing about about when he's like uh, making. Uh, making the joke about uh you know uh there are there are all, all these religions but uh but the Christians won you know and he's like <laughs> if you don't think they won what year is it <laughs> <laughs> yep it's, just, uh, uh, it's yeah. just such a great yep. stand up yeah. special every every mm-hmm. part yeah. of it. all of all of his are golden yeah he's brilliant 
Well, on that note, we've hit the one hour, 27 mark, so I think uh, we need to go another three hours. <laughs> Let, let's do a three-hour marathon. Let's keep going. This is a Dave Chappelle night, so yeah, let's, gonna let's keep see going, how going. goopy you can get. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> let's see me become full Tony. <laughs> oh, the owl's coming. The owl's coming, Richie. <laughs> yeah, he's going to arrest me for perjury. <laughs> that guy, so I want that guy's career, though, because that guy, all he does on that show is look at something. <laughs> he just reads on camera. You have the hair for it. I he has I your do. hair. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I guess I'm ready for it, yeah. I'll just, I'll just start tomorrow. You just need an intense stare. You can mumble mumble a line out, one or two, and then uh, this guy's like, somehow he's listening. He's like, why are these he's guys so picking good, on me? He's though, right? Stop picking on him. He's really good. I love him. I like catching shit. I like I your show. Great. Right? <laughs> right? He's like, I'm the one listener you guys have. And you just lost me. <laughs> no, I like him. No, he is interesting. Everybody's very real. That That's how you know somebody's a good actor, when they just seem... Like he, I mean, it really all he does is read, but it's but it's a very real, real version of a man reading, and I'm not even joking about that. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, he he really does come across as a real person. Like as weird as that. Yeah. Sounds. Well, it is interesting to see. You don't. It's easy to forget how much skill that can actually take. Yeah. Until emoting, you, yeah. until you see someone who's not good at it, and then you're like. Oh, yeah. or if you, I mean, even just if you try and do a whole movie yourself now, you know what I mean? And you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. looks so fake. If you're trying to make a video for YouTube or your Instagram or whatever, and you're like, oh, my God, act natural. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? And it's weird and it's hard. And you're like, oh, my God, I don't know how to act natural when someone's looking at me and filming, you know, and it's definitely it's it's a skill. I think I I, I think what it takes it. is it, it's almost like you have to ignore the camera like i because i i remember mm-hmm. when we used to when i was on uh when we did usa live at that tv show dave was on an episode once um he was sitting in the audience and it, the, the whole the whole area was like it you would it was like you were in a diner even though it was in a studio you were sitting mm-hmm. in a diner but that was the talk show and so the celebrities would go there and they'd be sitting and the audience would essentially be in the diner setting it got to mm-hmm. a point where you didn't even notice the cameras like like I so many times I was just in there for something and next thing you know they're filming and I'm just doing whatever in the background or I'm just sitting there and I'm not even thinking about the camera at all like you just kind of yeah. forget that it's that it's happening um yeah and, and also if you feel so isolated you don't even feel like anybody's watching you know like in mm-hmm. our case nobody was because we were canceled but but um <laughs> but uh, <laughs> didn't my parents my mom call <laughs> yeah, they're like keep the camera on that cute guy. Yeah, that was what was so funny because they because Dave was so Dave had like this really really long hair, and uh, every every shot it was somehow the host was always standing next to him or they kept framing him, and I just remember uh, the caller per, the person who took the calls knew that you were my cousin and they're like, hey, somebody just called say. Uh, saying to put that cute guy on the camera more. Like, they didn't know that that was your mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I just remember afterwards where I had to edit something, and Dave's with me, and the director of the show comes in and to see the thing I edited, and he looks at Dave, and he's like, oh, you were on the show today. <laughs> like, that's how much screen time Dave He's got. a star. <laughs> yeah. You're a star, kid. Uh, no. Didn't we go to see him play that night? 
Yeah, we went to go see Christopher Plummer in uh, in uh, that one man uh, Barrymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a weird, <laughs> what a weird <laughs> memory that was. <laughs> you know, they made a movie of that, right? It's uh, yeah. they oh, filmed yeah. him, Christopher Plummer, in that one man. But they only just recently did it, maybe two years ago. Even oh, interesting. Though, even though we saw that, was it '98 or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. '97. Yeah, yeah, ninety-seven. Jeez. So it's he's, he plays uh, uh, for those young younger Drew Barrymore's grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Even that's who's Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> that old lady in that movie with that Yeah, <laughs> old lady. Oh, oh my oh, goodness. Man. Well, on that on that note, uh, I think uh, we smashed enough cuts. Yeah, that was a fizzle. That was a fizzle out oh, right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I felt myself losing. We're talking about Christopher Plummer, so we must be done. <laughs> remember when we got ice cream that one day, Rick? <laughs> I remember it was it was peach ice cream. If anyone made it this long, you're you're a brave soul. Uh, on that note, I'll talk to you next time. All right. Better talk Bye. to you next time. See you next time. <laughs>